What's up, everybody? This is Zach. Shad. Oh, it's Judah. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's behind the camera. Well, yeah. technically beside the camera, but we'll call it behind. There's there's her hand. Uh, <laughs> she's going to be directing us yeah. uh, tonight. We need direction. One direction. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting back together. They don't need to. I have no idea. They need, they need to just go separate directions. But then their name would not make sense. Because they would have disbanded. There would be no direction. Yeah. That's like living our life without Jesus. <laughs> That's what they were. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a weird way to start the show. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> how's your week, man? Swell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing exciting. Uh, I played a lot of Overwatch. Yeah, your stream last night. Yeah. Your Nerd it's Cave fun. debut. It's pretty good. Yeah. Brought all the people to the yard. My milkshake did. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. When you were playing Roadhog, yeah, because he's got a lot of shake in his yeah. milk. <laughs> <laughs> um,. I don't have anything eventful since last week. <laughs> it's kind of just been the same work. Yeah. I've got a job interview in two days. Cool. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Is your current thing not going to do what they said they're going to do? Um, Since it's the nature of the job is so unsteady. Spread. I was told you might as well like sign up for multiple companies because you don't know what's going to happen. True. Yeah. And we don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I've even talked to you guys about this or not, but there are some. Talking about the government <clears throat> stuff. I, yeah. I think we talked on set the other day. Yeah. About there it. are some huge changes happening in therapy. It's already happened now. We're a week into it. And no one really knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I'm just no. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. But no. Things are going to be different. And there are going to be some. There's going to be some shaking. Yeah. But, some bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Bacon bad. Making pancakes. Making bacon pancakes. Bacon is expensive. Someone told me they bought a pound of bacon for like ten dollars a day or something. <clears throat> it seems really high. I don't know where they're buying bacon. I was gonna say they bought a really fancy pound <laughs> yeah. of bacon. That's like the black label, like maple syrup, like infused bacon. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it's delicious. I, I don't know if it's ten dollars. It's like eight dollars. Yeah, like. We've been getting some good bacon. Like it's like sliced at the the Which, grocery store yeah. and everything. It's, mm, it's good. It's cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. The uh, food outlet up here. Mm -hmm. Shout out to food outlet. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it is. It's awesome. I don't eat bacon as often as you know someone of my size typically eats bacon. <laughs> You should. <laughs> There's a sketch. I have to show you this, and I'll put it in the link below. <laughs> it's Matt. He's like the smaller of them all, like really skilly one. Well, he goes on a cleanse, but it's a bacon cleanse where he only eats bacon, bacon <laughs> for like 30 days. <laughs> and he's probably like 
300 pounds oh, and everything gosh. and he's even drinking the bacon grease no oh, man. <laughs> and, your heart would probably literally stop after 30 days well <laughs> like his friends are like where have you been and like he shows up and they're like oh my god what's happened and he's explaining it and then randomly he'll just be like talking and he's like ah! and like he'll just go back in the conversation like what is that and he's like ah oh, it's it just started happening and it's like his heart started having palpitations and everything it's hilarious sounds like a bacon clog not a cleanse <laughs> mm. i've always had this theory that we should eat really, really greasy, fatty foods because it'll lubricate your veins and arteries, and the blood will just squirt through faster. That's <laughs> not how it works. Well, it'll create more pressure. I can guarantee that. <laughs> it'll create more pressure because the arteries are clogging up. So, it'll, yeah, the blood will be going faster and harder. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Whatever you say. I have a health degree. <laughs> <laughs> I have clear evidence that what you're saying is not true. <laughs> Oh, man. So this week, we're talking about renewing our mind. And we've touched on the subject before a lot in various videos, but I don't think we've ever done one. And I might be wrong, but I don't think we've ever done one together, at least. I don't know if we did one before Chad and Judah came on. I'm not sure. I didn't look through the archives. Nope. But that's what we're doing today. It's talking about renewing our mind. Mm. I got one of them heartburn burps I'm brewing. It's like, you know how it like tastes. Anyway, no one wants to know this information, so we're renewing our mind. Go ahead. I went to get out of my truck yesterday, and I had heart, a heartburn spell, and it was like the acid tried to leap up out of my mouth. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. It really burned. And then you like started like breathing fire. It was awful because it came out of nowhere, just like, psst. Oh, how's that? Thank you. Sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah. Acid man, it'll kill you. The drug. Or we could be like evolving into like the next level. Yeah, I was going to say Mortal Kombat characters. But <laughs> or you're, you're being left behind. <laughs> we're lizard people. <laughs> what you guys don't know is I have two arms under these arms. <laughs> I'm Goro. I'm General Grievous. Everyone's like really confused. It's like we had like this intro that was slightly strange, and then it's like okay, we were talking about renewing our mind, and they were like, but that goes to show you if you don't renew your mind and don't focus on the right thing, that's what happens. So, Shad, you brought up the topic. Go. Um, we. I don't remember. We may or may not had a conversation about renewing your mind. I really don't remember. Well, we've talked about it intermittently, but it's never been a subject title. It's never been like our main focus. But I feel like it's something that could be the focus somewhat often because at the end of the day, it's like one of the most integral oh, things yeah. that's going on in the walk. Mm -hmm. And I spent a lot of years spinning my wheels because I was not renewing my mind. Like I was holding fast to the different thoughts and belief systems that I had. And I mean, a lot of it was just pride of thinking I was right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyways, to start off from there, I would just read what the Lord gave me a few hours ago and we'll go from there from his handy dandy notebook. <laughs> 
Pa-pow. Oh, man, I can't do it anymore. That's pretty good. You uh, that was better. You got yeah, outdone. That was better, yeah. yeah. It's okay. My voice went too deep to make girly noises like that. Mm. But I have a wife. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, renewing our mind. <laughs> renewing our vows. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Son, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your enemy is a liar and has been from the beginning. You do not strive to produce the life I have called you to, a life of satisfaction, purpose, and fruitfulness. Eden is a garden, and the promise of the promised land is that the land flows with milk and honey. The rich... Representing the richest and most savory aspects of life. Your mind is represented by soil, and entering the promised land is a return to Eden. I commanded Adam and Eve to multiply, and my word will not return to me void. My word is a seed that enters into my people and bears much fruit. Adam was formed from earth, was he not? Man is naturally man is a naturally fertile soil created to bring forth much fruit with the cultivation of my seed within him. Then why do so many toil in life? Their mindsets are wrong. They have wrong belief systems. They try to attain the righteousness of God by works rather than by faith. I allow man to struggle by my mercy that they might come to the end of themselves and learn that, they're weak, that in their weakness I make them strong. The Israelites had to fight to take their land, and you will battle as well. But your battle is not won by the might of flesh, but by the might of God. If there were giants inhabiting the promised land of Israel, I assure you there are giants, full-grown seeds of fear, in your path as well. But just as I told Joshua, stand courageous because the land belongs to you. Um... I just, I spent a long time not understanding why things didn't move in my life. And there are a lot of reasons why they didn't move. But part of it was just the foundational fact that I didn't believe that I was the things that God said that I was. Yeah. And then once I accepted those things as truth, the external world began to change mm-hmm. or my external behavior. Yeah. My, my thoughts, my actions, my emotions, whatever changed when I believed what God was saying. So as you guys know, and as our listeners know, I know that I'm supposed to, you know, do all these creative things and writing and music and blah, yeah. blah, whatever. The reason why those things had not happened to that point and are just now starting to take root is because I never believed God in the beginning when he told me I was those things. Yeah. Like I, but I remember as a little boy being drawn to those things, but at different points in my life, the enemy comes in, it came in to plant lies to cause me to stop believing. Yeah. And by not persisting in belief, that seed did not grow mm-hmm. because I cut it off. Because I believe the lie instead of the seed of truth. Yeah. So now, 
at the beginning of this year, when I really started hearing God clearly, what he told me was, is that it's over now. Like, as far as he's concerned, all the things that I'm called to do are going to happen mm -hmm. because I chose, I have chosen to believe what he said. Yeah. And in the past year, I mean, I have seen more movement than the 29 years before that. And, um, you know, I don't know, I don't know what, ex how fast things are going to go. I just know they're going to go. And I've talked a lot now, so you guys can talk. <laughs> well, something you were talking about, um, Chrissy Nelson, um, created for the impossible shout out to <laughs> that show. Me and Chad both have got to had the pleasure to work on it. She posted something today. Uh, it might've been yesterday where the enemy attacks the things that you are called to the most. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that, uh, subversion comes to, um, like <clears throat> we're all here. We're all made for a purpose. If it's, you know, encouraging people, like I'm sure there's times that's been where you're, you don't even feel like encouraging people and, you know, you're wanting to be creative and writing and multiple things. And it's like, I don't even feel like writing. And I know I've definitely like yesterday, there was things that came up. It was like, I don't even want to stream. Like I wanted to stream early in the day. And I was like, man, I don't even want to stream. Like my mind was like all of these other places. And I was like, no, I'm going to stream. There's a reason why I wanted to stream in the first place or make something. And it's believing God over the lie. Just like you were saying, we can't just dig up the seed that he's planted and just like, all right, well, that was, you know, and just throw it out. It's never going to grow. Yeah. Um, I, that just was ringing in my mind when you're saying that it's like, if you're having something that's continually attacked by the enemy, that is the point. That is where God is like really focusing on your life or wouldn't be coming against you so hard. And I, I totally believe that because there's been several things like we're trying to do a lot of things uh, as a family and the devil has just been attacking. But I don't look at what the devil's doing because I'm seeing what God's doing. You know, there wouldn't be this much pushback if there was no reason for it. <laughs> and there wouldn't be this much fear from the opposition yeah. for us to achieve our goal if there wasn't something that God's going to use out of our family. Mm. And that that's, you know, that's anything, you know, <laughs> if you you know, you have a, a football team playing and they're doing really good, that defense is going to step up. They're going to try to shut down that one player that's been scoring all oh, the yeah. points, you know? So we've, we've got to understand that, and it's not flesh and blood. It's principalities there and all of that. So I just want to kind of throw that in there. Speaking of like, you know, the sports analogy in football or whatever, like the mental aspect of those games are really important. And when mm -hmm. you said that, I was just thinking like, if you can jump on your opponent early, you can take the wind out of their sails. Mm -hmm. And even if they're just as good, are better than you. You can get in their heads yeah. and you can stay on top of them the rest of the game. And now that you say that, you know, I'm reflecting on my life and I don't, I don't have fear in these areas anymore. Yeah. I can see where these seeds were planted and it took a long time to be unrooted. I remember specifically a time when I was a little kid and I wrote a song mm -hmm. and like I was sharing with people my song 
and a, an adult was like, that's the stupidest thing I've heard in my life. I don't remember what they said, yeah. but I was like, well, I'm never going to do this again. Cause that's what you think as a little kid. Yeah. So the enemy was like, sorry about that. I'm finding on the table. <laughs> and I'll let I, you edit this yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> but it affected me. Yeah. And another time when I was about 12 or so, I had, um, I used to love to play with toys when mm-hmm. I was a little kid. Oh yeah. And now when I'm at this point in my life, I see what that was is, I mean, we're planning on doing cinema. Mm-hmm. So like I'm playing with these toys, I'm visualizing like, oh, it's yeah. a, like it's a oh, movie. Yeah. But again, I had an adult that was like an authority figure in my life. And they were like, aren't you a little old to play with toys? So bam, like the imagination and creativity yeah. is like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I don't like, I know we're very different people. Like I play, I don't, <laughs> I still have a ton of toys, but like, I literally was like building Legos like all the way into college and everything. And like, <laughs> like I didn't care what people thought, but I can see where that is. Like when there's somebody like that authority figure that you look up to, like just crushes on something that you're loving because man, I got told I was weird. Like all my life, yeah. like 100% you're weird. You're weird. <laughs> and it's like, I don't care. <laughs> like I, 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 you know, like it was always something there. Like yeah. I always thought about it. I was like, yeah, I am weird. You know, like I have a weird sense of humor or whatever, but it's just one of those things like renewing your mind because it is, there are going to be things that try to crush those things out mm-hmm. because the enemy is afraid of what the fruit will come Absolutely. from it. And now you're like, you're trusting God. You're putting, you've been putting that seed that he gave you. Mm -hmm. Like it hadn't, it's that incorruptible seed uh, that it hasn't, it hasn't withered. It hasn't went away. And you've gotten that seed and you put it back in the ground because now you're trusting God. Yeah. And now you're starting to see the fruit from it. It's, you know, it's starting to come out of the ground and you're starting to see the buds come off all that thing. It's exciting. Mm Um. I don't know. Did you go? <laughs> I had something, but I lost it. It'll come back. <laughs> um, I don't have anything. Oh, you're looking on your phone. So I thought you had like all these super relevant verses. No. Um, <clears throat> I was looking at just two popped in my mind, but one doesn't seem to be of the right context. So I don't want to use it. Um, the other one is says is Matthew 12. Matthew 12 something. 43 through 45. Uh, It says, when a demon is cast out of a person, it roams around a dry region looking for a place to rest but never finds it. Then it says, I'll return to the house I moved out of. So it goes back only to find that the house is vacant, warm, and ready for it to move back in. So it goes looking for seven other demons, more evil than itself, and they all enter together Mm -hmm. to live there then the person's condition becomes much worse than it was in the beginning. This describes what also, what will also happen to the people of this evil generation. Um, Does it also talk about the strong man? That's the, the other verse that I was going to use, but in the context, it didn't look like I didn't want to just like, yeah, manipulate a verse to fit. Yeah. Yeah. Thought. Yeah. But I mean, that verse is Mark three twenty seven. It says, in fact, no one can enter strong man's house without first tying him up then he can plunder a strong man's house. Yeah. And I think uh, I've heard it preached a lot of ways where it's like, you know, the devil's the strong man. We're the strong man. You know, 
nothing can come against us unless we allow it to bind us. Mm-hmm. You know, we allow, you know, things to come against us and not take them captive. Well, it, two verses ahead, it says, if a house is divided against itself, the house cannot stand. Mm-hmm. Um, so with these few verses, um, one, we see that <laughs> when, a, when a, a demon is cast out, it goes and it looks for somewhere else to go. And it's like, ah, I can't find nothing. So it just goes back. And it's like, man, it's a nice house now. It's all nice. And it's just like, hey, you guys, come on with me. Um, well, in the same way, when we're not discipled and we're not, see, there's a lot of deliverance ministry, but not a, deli- not a lot of delivering ministry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not delivering a lot of good things to people. Yeah. We're just saying you need deliverance. You need deliverance. You need deliverance, and I'm like, you've been delivered, but yeah, <laughs> but we're not delivering the good news of the gospel because um, scripture talks about cast down every vain thought and imagination that exalts itself. People can stop right there, but it's not that it exalts itself. It has to exalt itself against something. Yeah, it's ex- exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Yeah, and so like when we don't take these thoughts captive. And we just like, oh, just get out of here. <laughs> the way I've learned to deny a thought, <coughs> to de- deny a vain thought, imagination, or whatever, is to bring the truth. You shall have the knowledge of the truth, and the truth shall set, shall shall set, set you, you free. free. <laughs> but also says, you know, a house divided against itself cannot stand. Mm-hmm. So one of the devil's tactics, and I've experienced this a lot in my own life, is to get us thinking a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, then we're just divided within ourselves. We have yeah. so much doctrine, so much teaching. I have it happen to me all the time where I have to back up because I get, I'm just very interested in a lot of things and I can take in a lot of information. And then I have so many contradicting points in my head um, that I can't find the solace that I need. And you can't renew your mind if you don't have peace. Yeah. You can't. If you're divided, there's no renewing happening because you're at a constant battle in your head. So what the gospel does is just like Paul said in English, he's, he's like, you're foolish. People are deceiving you. Come back to the truth. And the truth is the simplicity of the gospel. Yeah. He talks about the simplicity of the gospel. So how we begin to renew our mind is just like you did. You drew back until you said, okay, what you say about me is the truth I believe, believe in. Because what the enemy wants to happen is he wants to allow some of his truth to be in us. And some of God's truth to be in it. He ain't scared of God's truth at all. I'm not, he's not scared of going to church. He ain't scared of his hearing the word. As long as he gets residency as well. He wants to be in there. And that's why people have this representation. There's a devil and an angel. Mm-hmm. Because the, that's how the devil wants you to think. <laughs> There's these good yeah. thoughts and the bad thoughts. How can you have a well that has salt water and, and fresh water? How can yeah. you? And so the devil's like, okay. So the devil's smart. He's like, okay, Jesus said, this is bad. This is bad. Okay, they say this is bad. This is bad. I'm just going to do everything. <laughs> he says bad then. <laughs> and yeah. I'm going to make these people do these bad things. Well, it goes even like I just had this, the gray area. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it might not, it might just be a shade off of what is mm-hmm. good, you know, and then that starts that slippery yep. slope into, you know, getting down to the bad yeah. and everything. And you were, mentioning uh the truth in john 14 6 says mm-hmm. i am the way the truth and the life yeah. and no one can go to the father except through me 
like when we renew our minds, it's renew. Like we have to make the choice. It, mm-hmm. it can't be our pastors, our friends, you know, anybody else but ourselves to renew our minds on Jesus. Cause that's the only way, like you're saying you, there's a well can't have both. It's like, Oh, well I'm dipping on the brackish side today. Yeah. It's like, no, it's either salt water yeah. or it's fresh water. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one thing in order to renew your mind, you have to restore your conscience mm-hmm. because how do you determine what you're going to do? What you think is right or wrong? Your conscience mm-hmm. determines those. Paul talks about people who've seared their conscience. Whereas you have a seared conscience, everything goes because there's no there's no beep beep when something goes by. There's no metal detector. Yeah, (laughs) there's no TSA agent right there going through every thought. You're just like, come on in, doors wide open, you know. Yeah. But when you have a conscience, you know, it doesn't matter. John, I think it was John who said, you know, if it goes against your conscience, so to a man who knows to do good and does not, to him it is sin. But then also, as Paul said. There's people who think you can only eat vegetables. To them, it's a sin to not you know, to, yeah. to eat anything else. So it's all about your conscience and your own personal self. And if we get the conscience back, if we restore conscience within ourselves, and what the Lord really, what the Lord does, He restores it. Then we na- we naturally begin to filter yeah. our mind. We naturally begin yeah. to renew our, our thoughts. Yeah, because I'm thinking about you know David. Uh, like a lot of people look up to David. No, I, I do. I do myself because he was a man after God's own heart. But David was a man of war. You know, mm-hmm. killing was just part of the part of the life and everything. But when he sinned and committed adultery with Bathsheba, after the act was done, after he killed Bathsheba's husband and everything, mm-hmm. he was like, man, like his. Like in that moment, his conscience was seared. Mm-hmm. He was hardened. And then once it was all said and done, he was like, God, I've messed up. And that's when we get that created with me, a, a clean heart. Mm-hmm. You know, renew that, create something new in me that, you know, and then you see the relations start being restored because so many people think sin is this, we've talked about it many times, it's just missing the mark. That's what it means is to miss the mark. You know, it's not, it doesn't have to be this ultimate sin or whatever, but it's literally like, you know, I messed up. Mm-hmm. You know, I fell short today. God forgive me. Repenting, you know, we've talked about it as well as just changing the mind. Mm-hmm. And I think religion has twisted it to this repent because you're a sinner. And, you know, like people are like, well, I, uh, you know, and they feel that shame. And that's where the devil's just like, shame, shame, and just throwing it on you. you I, I'm being serious because, yeah. you know, that's, <clears throat> I've felt that way. It's like when I was in sin, you know, and even when I, you know, I'll admit this, we were out taking some pictures this afternoon and like I got offended mm-hmm. and like I was all huffy and puffy and everything. And I went out to, we were, outside shooting and I was grabbing something to bring back in. Cause we brought a lot of stuff out and I was like, I don't accept this. I rebuke this thought process. And then it was just like a weight, just like, it just like melted off of me. I could just feel it. And like, I felt like a totally new person because I chose, because all of this is a choice, mm-hmm. but I had to have the, you know, the 
forethought to even think like, I need to not agree with this. And it fixed, like it, it allowed me and Amy to make amends and us not to, because it was trying to divide our house. It was trying to come against not just our unity, but the unity in the show. Cause it's like all the time, just trying to like come against things that we're doing. Word. Yeah. Word cave. <laughs> I just remembered what I wanted to say earlier. It was okay. in regards to you, what, what you were saying. <clears throat> you were saying how you were always weird mm-hmm. and you just accepted being weird. And, yeah. Um, I feel like being weird is just us walking in who we actually are. And the enemy wants everyone to try to be normal. Yeah. Try to be normal because then there's no specialization. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's just completely plain and not doing anything outside of the ordinary. Yeah. But going outside of the ordinary is like what causes life to be worth living, you know? Oh, yeah. You were saying that being plain. Yeah. I'm sure y'all have seen this episode of SpongeBob where like he gets rid of like all of his like pores and he's like round and all of that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like that's what the world wants us to become is just this mindless drone. But like the whole reason you watch SpongeBob is for the, the craziness, you know, that he's going to get up to and the fun, not this just, I'm SpongeBob, you know, that that's not it. And that's, I know it's a silly way to say it, but God sees us as a SpongeBob, you know, not the zany stuff, but he sees us creative, Mm -hmm. you know? And I just think about the episode where they're in the cardboard box and they're using their imaginations and everything. Imagination. (laughs) And Squidward's like, what are y'all doing? (laughs) That's the world. Like Squidward's like, what are y'all doing? But by the end of it, Squidward gives into being creative and then thinks he's driving like a race car and everything. But that's how, you know, we need to be influencing the people around us is to open up our mind, to accept what God's got for us. They do that a lot with Squidward. Mm-hmm. I mean, when they build the fort and all this stuff, the snowballs, mm-hmm. and he gets by in there and like destroys them. <laughs> He's like, I'm the king of the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, another uh, childhood show that we watched, Fairly Odd Parents, mm-hmm. when they all turn gray. Yeah. And these gray blobs. And they were all playing, and there was no life. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what happens. Um, yeah. So I, I know Amy posted this earlier on what something I'll just ask you. What is something that God has helped you renew your mind over? Mine would be like I was a bitter person. Mm-hmm. But when I rededicated my life, the first thing that God worked on was me having joy. So he gave me first Thessalonians five, 16 through 18. And he just started working on me on that and became my, and I just thank the Lord for that. So what's something that he's helped y'all? I know a lot of things, but like what's something that stands out to y'all that he's helped you renew yourself to his plan. 
I'm not always depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you guys wouldn't know that one. Um, Really just that. Mm -hmm. Um, Years ago, I mean, Chad, too, would deal with it. Mm -hmm. Have a moment. And it would, like, knock us out. Yeah. For, like, months at times. And the more we kept getting to know the Lord, the depressing time shortened and shortened. And now, you know, um, like before it would just, I'd call out of work. I'd be like, I'm sick. and just wouldn't even go to work. Oh, yeah. Um, Just whatever. Um, And now the thoughts come. Like I have, you know, this might scare people. I have thoughts about suicide every day. But they're not like, oh, I need to kill. They're just like, why don't you just kill yourself? And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll, I'll even stop and be like, why do you keep bringing that up? Like, it's not a va- Like, before, he would bring it up, and I would, like, mull on it for a long time. And then it would just add all these things. And now it's just like, hey. And I'm like, no. <laughs> so, really, so I would, with, you know, depression, it's not. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't, I wasn't just a sad boy. Like, I was clinically depressed, you know, psychiatrist. Yeah. depressants the whole nine yards he probably had other names added on top of it but i can't remember i was young oh uh, yeah and so i don't really deal with that i mean mm-hmm. yeah i don't i mean i i opened up and everything I, most of what i've said pertains to identity mm-hmm. because that's been the biggest gaping hole in my, most of my life yeah um but just like he was saying and we've mentioned this multiple times, but it's just funny looking back that we probably spent years of our life being depressed. Yeah. And then it turned into gaps or spaces of months. Yeah. Then it would be like a month. Then it would be weeks. Yeah. Then it would be a week. Mm-hmm. Then it would be a couple of days. The other day, the enemy came at my identity again mm-hmm. and it lasted like a couple of minutes. <laughs> and then I laughed because I remembered like this whole process of getting to this point of where I'm at right now to where I will acknowledge the truth instead of the lie. <laughs> in all honesty, like I can't even imagine staying that way for a whole day. Yeah. It might hit me for a second. And if I'm not paying attention or if I'm just going about my motions, it might stay for a little bit longer. But if I'm aware even this much, <laughs> I'm just like, what? (laughs) Or if I get around like Shad or someone else, they're going to be like, hey, stop. (laughs) I'm like, you right. Yeah. (laughs) So it's it's just interesting because to me, that proves that it's, make sure it's close enough to the mic, proves that it's not a working of us. Because I wasn't trying to get less depressed. Yeah. (laughs) I was just depressed. And mm-hmm. then I would spend time with him. I'd get in a relationship with the Lord. I'd read the word, whatever, you know? Yeah. And then it's just being progressive, growing in knowledge and revelation of the gospel, the actual true gospel. And then that just got less and less. And now it's like when I tell my testimony, um, I'm talking about a totally different person. Yeah. Like I can just tell you, I'm like, yeah, you know, I sat on the couch and I sat there blankly and I said, Hey, I said, Hey mom, will you kill me? My mom broke down crying and cops came. They arrested me. She thought a nurse was going to come. They took me to the insane asylum. 
Lakeview. And uh, by the mercy of God, I didn't get put in there. And I can tell you it like that because it's not me. Yeah. I'm not that person. Yeah. I don't even know how to get in that mindset anymore. I don't know what I was. <laughs> I don't know mentally mm-hmm. what was going on. Like, so to be able to have that disconnect. Yeah. And not that I'm like, you know, if I see a depressed person, I'm, I'm not to the place, the over-exaggeration of, oh, get over it. No, I'm like, I understand. I've been there. Yeah. But I hope my testimony, and you can see the difference in me, can show that you don't have to stay there. Mm-hmm. Because, like, when I first got saved and told my testimony, it would still be emotional and it would still be near my heart. and Because I was like, it was familiar <laughs> yeah. to me. But now I'm, like, so far away from that Egypt, so to speak. Mm-hmm that I can't even see it in the background. <laughs> I'm like, well, I had stuff there, I think. <laughs> you know, and at first it was that when you initially get on use this, when you initially get out of Egypt, you're like, man, I had that stuff there. Yeah. And then you get further away and further away and if if you're smart, <laughs> if you're not like the Israelites who are stiff-necked and hard-hearted, who had literal miracles while in Egypt and all the way out of Egypt yeah. to the promised land, if you're smart and you actually recognize man fire by night cloud by day food on the ground splitting waters i mean it's backwards but just you know one thing after another you actually acknowledge the thing that's the things that the lord does and that's why and this all goes with renewing your mind because you have the way the way you renew your mind is because you're renewing to a new kingdom yeah and a king Mm -hmm. um and paul says in philippians he says Guys, I'm dying. Like I'm gonna die soon. <laughs> I know this is happening. It's like Philippians two, and then he says, "Now you work out your salvation with fear and trembling, meaning understand what's going on because it's God who works in you, both yeah. to will and to do of His good pleasure." So we need to figure out who's in us so we can be aware of what He's doing. Yeah, because I think more importantly of the, our growth is our recognition of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we will grow as we recognize God. I see Moses who said, show me your glory. The Lord revealed himself by declaring his glory is who he declares himself to be. I'm faithful to a thousand generations. You go read that. He just declared who he was. Yeah. Um, you see Paul going and going and going to God for the thorn in the flesh, um, which I would be a whole other thing. <laughs> Don't need to get in that right now. But he goes to them and the Lord says, in your weakness, my strength is made perfect. So the renewing of our mind is the gaining of his. Yeah. Gaining of his. Let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Yeah. So it becomes a transfer. Trust me, guys, I can bring it always back. <laughs> always back to Jesus. <laughs> well, I was just having this thought. Like, I know growing up, and this is something that I've dealt with, is lust. Like, lust has been a a big part of my life, dealing with that and, like, treating, you know, my wife the right way and, like, going from lust to love and all of that. But a lot of it is taking triggers out of my life that would make me think about those things mm-hmm. uh, because it's all thoughts. Yeah. Like, and if 
you know, the enemy thinks, oh, I can, I can get him. I can get him with this or I can get him, you know, and it's anything. It could be fear. It could be lust or whatever, but it's, you know, taking those things out of my life has helped me prevent me falling back into those places, you know, and it's, I feel like I need to say this for somebody because it's taken me a while to, in the name of Jesus, people are safe. We've got sirens are on our side. If you're hearing them, um, and there's no fire and there's no accidents in the name of Jesus. Everybody's healed. Thank you, Lord. There's no damage of property. We're just binding up the stuff in the name of Jesus right now. Thank you, Lord. Um, it is helping yourself not to fall back into habits because that's what it talks about strongholds, tearing down of strongholds mm-hmm. in our lives. And, you know, it might be television shows that people used to watch. You know, it might be certain um, things that we might do, you know, like stress would always be something that would like start triggering it. And it would be like, oh, I, you know, X, Y and Z to help deal with stress or whatever. Or, you know, eventually during the day, this X and Y and Z would happen because, you know, that's just how the day would go or whatever. Um, So like when those thoughts are coming, binding them up casting them down you know if we resist the devil he has to flee all of those things that (laughs) has become like christianese but it's you know look at jesus he literally had to quote his father for the devil not to be able to take root so that's what we have to do we have to take a hold and not allow those thoughts you know if if they're starting to come in your mind regardless of it's whatever if it's not of god start calling it down Mm -hmm. you know i don't agree with that Call it down. Don't let it. And if you're not sinning, if it just comes in your mind, you start sinning when you start dwelling on it and letting it control your decisions afterwards. If it's just coming in your mind, that's not you. Mm -hmm. That's just like the spark of an idea. You know, just like you were saying, you should kill yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't let it go past that. You're like, no. Yeah. No. No. (laughs) You aren't my father anymore. You know, you, you cut it off right then and there because it used to turn into, you should kill yourself. And then you, I would get images of ways to do it or this or that. And if I didn't stop it, you know, it would just create like a memory bank. Like I had it bad. Like it wasn't like, you know, I'm just, I'm a sad person. No, like I would just get all the time, just be sitting there and just be like, Hey, (coughs) you should just kill yourself, you know, or any issue happens in my life. You know what to solve that? Kill yourself. (laughs) And now I'm just like, no, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't want to, because like what I love about it is, okay. So same thing with strongholds. We forget that God gets strongholds mm-hmm. He's a strong <laughs> in tower. our mind. He gets strongholds in our life so that when these things come, it's like that a thought of wanting to kill myself is now attacking a stronghold of God mm-hmm. in my that. life. <laughs> Yeah. It's not that God never puts up a stronghold. He yeah. now has a stronghold in my life of love of living mm-hmm. and purpose and life. And I know, like, even if I'm it's dark for a second, and I can't see it. Ultimately, that stronghold's going to be a stronghold. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to go, all right, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid arrows, go away. Yeah. We're done. And just move. We're not dealing with that anymore. Um, yeah, just like with anything with dealing with porn anything like that that it tries to come in the night 
any triggers like just not staying up <laughs> yeah super late letting my mind get tired letting my defenses down with exhaustion mm-hmm. um and just going to sleep <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know sometimes you can't flee because it says flee sexual immorality sometimes the best fleeing you could do is sleep <laughs> just yeah. go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah just go to sleep like yeah. all right well if you're gonna do this <laughs> he knows my ability to go to sleep so <laughs> you want to fight me dude me or aj can go to sleep yeah. <laughs> never had a problem with that I, I tell myself like i tell people all the time if you have insomnia i sit there i just go from the top of my head the bottom of my feet i command you go to sleep and i'm like i'm done yeah like quick because <laughs> i don't i don't those wrestlings in the nights i've had them only a few times in my life and i'm like all right, we about to pray in tongues. <laughs> Stop praying in tongues. Asleep. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, hey, you want to keep me up? We about to do this thing. <laughs> so my sleep's never been an issue. <laughs> my friend AJ and I used to joke about this, but it, it was true. And this is not necessarily something I normally talk about on the show, but there was a time period in my life where I was struggling with seeing the demonic. Yeah. And like they were messing with me in my sleep and stuff. And at first... Like it was terrifying because I wasn't used to it. And then it came to a point where like I had no fear and it was like, I'd wake up and something might be going on. I'd be like, "Ah, I'm just going to bed. And like, when you have that kind of confidence, it's like, (laughs) what are they going to do? You know, they're they're wasting their time messing with you at that point when you have no fear of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, almost just no recognition that they have any root in your life. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't have any power. Yeah. You know, we've been bought by the blood. And that, that's another important thing. Um, it says, who the sun sets free is free indeed. What I've learned is that when people find issues in their life, they grab hold of these issues as things the Lord needs to work on. When the Lord's not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> the enemy is familiar with you and wants you to stay in those ways. So he brings mm-hmm. them up. But Paul said in Romans 6, consider yourself dead to sin. So you're dead to those things. In God's eyes, you're dead to those things. If he's your creator, you're dead to those things. If you struggle with them before, now's the time when they come up to just walk past them. Yeah. Just to, no, that's not who I am. That's not a habit of mine anymore. I'm not going to continue in that. I'm dead to that. Whatever it is, I'm dead to that. It's not, that's what I've had to learn. I still am learning that. I have to remind myself, oh yeah, it's not a current struggle. That's the <laughs> old self trying yeah. to come on in and be like, yo, this is still who you are. And I'm like, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. I'm new. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, you bringing that up, you know, God isn't condemning us. You know, when we talked about the grace of God and the mercy of God, you know, helping us grow and develop past things yeah. and, you know, to get out of things. But John three seventeen, you know, Jesus didn't come to the world to judge it, mm-hmm. but to be its savior, you know, and that's how he sees us. He saved us from those things. He's not going to be like, well, now that I've saved you, yeah, we need to sit down and talk. You know, it's not like that. If he's growing you out of it, he's not like, hey, do you remember these 50 times you did this? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't do a prostate exam on us. Yeah. Like, it's not always. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> he was giving us the, we the do, he doesn't do weekly checkups on us like that, so. I've never heard of a weekly prostate exam. No, 
<laughs> All right, we're, we're going past that one. <laughs> Coming back from our commercial break. <laughs> That's what's going to cut out. Turn on the water game. <laughs> Put on the water game. Put on the water game. <laughs> you should play it in the background. <laughs> like go to a commercial break and then come back. <laughs> and then I just disappear. Um, we had some... Uh, Differences with Judah. Technical difficulties. <laughs> he's no longer a part of the program. <laughs> no, but yeah, I agree with you. you. Know, like he's not giving us like our our phones now have like I don't know about uh, Android or anything, but it has oh, like okay. has like a <laughs> weekly report of like what you you know how much time you've spent on your phone, what apps and all of this, and it'll it'll tell you you've spent this percentage less or this percentage more on your phone this week. God isn't like that, you know, and if he did, he wouldn't be God. He would be what man has projected on him. Our insecurities projected on him, you know, because God doesn't do that. Like he's just a loving father. That's literally where he starts. (laughs) And then everything else is encompassed in his love. And I think that's where, you know, he's not this far away thing. We've projected that. That's how I felt for a long time. God, why are you so far away? And he's literally sitting right next beside me. You know, you've seen those comedy sketches where it's like, man, you know, I wish that person was here. And they're like, I'm right here. It's like, he was such a great guy. Or, you know, and it's like, he's right there the whole time. He's like, just look over here. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> Holy God, <laughs> me, <laughs> master of the universe. <laughs> and we're just like, but he's so far away and he don't ever talk to me. Yeah. He's like, I've literally been here though. You know, <laughs> I'm just making it funny. But that's, you know, how we we project our insecurities onto God a lot. Mm-hmm. And I know I've been bad about that in my life. Yeah, I, I've i been in Colossians forever now. And I'll probably be in Colossians forever more because... Just a few few sections from it. This is Colossians 1, 21 uh, through 23. Uh, Once you were alienated and hostile in your minds because of your evil actions, but now he has reconciled you by his physical body through his death to present you holy, faultless, and blameless before him. Mm -hmm. If indeed you remain grounded and steadfast in the faith, and are not shifted away from the hope of the gospel that you heard. The gospel has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven and earth, and I, Paul, have become a servant of it. I find it interesting, he says, if indeed you remain grounded Mm. and steadfast in the faith and are not shifted away uh, from the hope. Yeah. You know, because he's saying, hey, guys, there's a part, you know. You're holy and blameless, but stay focused on the faith. Stay focused on who's made you that way. Then we go to Colossians. Um, it says, he erased, this is Colossians 2, 14 through 15. He erased the certificate of debt with its obligations that was against us and opposed to us and has taken it out of the way by nailing it on the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and disgraced them publicly. He triumphed over them by him. So the reason I say that is because if we think the Lord's bringing it up, mm-hmm. that's a lie. Yeah. He clearly said the only time he'll bring it up is saying, hey, hey, wait, wait, wait. You see the cross? There it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah, it's nailed That's where it. it is. You know, he won't be like, oh, no, man, you're still. 
Shad. Huh. Michael. Shad over here, right? I've been dealing with him for so long. He can't get over that? Didn't I die for him? No, I just can't. I can't believe it. Shame. He's a disgrace. I just like giving myself a poop mouth. Poop mouth on burgundy. <laughs> but, but he doesn't do that. Yeah. Because he he erased the record. Mm-hmm. If you read Colossians, it's a lot of he's. Yeah. He did he erased the record. He put him to publishing. Mm-hmm. He, he you know, I saw someone post this kind of off subject, but it talks about the goodness of God because they were like they posted something about how many deaths this thing caused, that thing caused a bunch of things caused this one person was like i don't know why god hasn't just set us all on fire you know like, <laughs> like he did you know he he he, flood, he flooded the earth and uh he did this and that and he would have sodom and gomorrah he did well i wonder if he did that because the alien uh, the angel crossbreeding that happened and my friend this one person was like yeah it might be that and i was like or <laughs> He doesn't do that because that was before Christ. This is after Christ. Yeah. I, s- I said, why would he come down here, take all the torture, be marred beyond any man, beyond recognition, unrecognizable, take sin itself on him, and then be like, eh, these guys kind of suck, you know? You know, I, I did I did have all that happen to me. <laughs> You're right. You know, my Michael, thank you. Man, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to set him on fire. You know, and they can be like, well, you did that with Moses once again. Old covenant. We have a God who yeah. is First Corinthians 13, hopes in all things, trusts in all things, believes in all things, endures all things, is patient, kind. If he's hoping and enduring in all things, that's why he can see us in our current state and be hopeful because he that's who he is. Love, hopes in all things, endures in all things. And it, it even says why he did that in the Old Testament is because he was looking forward to Christ. And he had everyone included in Christ in the past, everyone included in the future. They were all included in Christ. And he looked forward and gave prophets mm-hmm. to proclaim the Savior coming. And so he doesn't want to just let's look at Jesus then. They said the same thing. Why don't you just call fire down? He says, you don't know what spirit you're of. Yeah. You don't know what's happening now. You don't know the game that is being changed right now. One of my favorite things is when the disciples is like, we should call fire down yeah. from heaven and destroy that town. And Jesus is like, bro, <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, did you like get something weird in the well? <laughs> you got some mold. Let me pray for you. Yeah. He, and that just, that doesn't make sense. But that right there, like I've been meditating a lot on one Colossians, but two first Corinthians 13, if God is that, and God is love. John said God is love. Mm-hmm. And if love is defined as 1 Corinthians 13, then he, of course, he's not going to call fire down yeah. on us. He's not going to, one, and I explained this the other night, I said, we're not in the covenant. We're in a promise. Yeah. God came in the flesh, made a covenant with himself in the flesh. And then Jesus in the flesh, who is fully God, fully man, said, Lord, everything that's mine is theirs and theirs is mine. I have an inheritance and I give it to them. Mm-hmm. And they are also your children now. <laughs> yeah. And he's not ashamed to call us brothers. So it doesn't say he's ashamed. Oh, if you if you keep messing up, he's ashamed. No, he's not ashamed. Yeah. There's no caveats to the relationship. There's none. He just he we have to understand the decision wasn't on our part. Mm-hmm. It was God saying, This is what I'm doing. You're in. 
holy and blameless, predestined before the foundation world to be holy and blameless in our sight. So renewing our mind is renewing our vision of God himself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Is renewing our sight on him and going, yeah, Lord, even though I feel like I'm a failure and I, I keep having these things in my life and I'll just be blunt with myself. I keep having these things that I know I need to change. I know I need to do. And I beat myself up because I can't meet them. But then I see that you chose me and you've decided on me. And I get conflicted sometimes. But I always come back to this because, you know, that's where I need to come. If I'm getting beat up and bogged down, my focus is wrong. Yeah, I need to renew my mind, renew my focus on the gospel, the true love and relationship with him. Because like you've, you've said before, everyone here in the room said before, we do the most when we stop doing the most. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're most focused on him and in love with him, we just naturally want to better our lives. Yeah. When we, we're just naturally like, oh, yeah, it makes complete sense <laughs> mm-hmm. for me to want to do better. Um, and it's the little sneakiness. I don't even know how it happens. <laughs> Where it's we stop tending that gate of those thoughts. Yeah. And we just start these little thoughts come in. But we don't check them at the door. Yeah. And then they're just little like, oh, you know, I'm not really bad. I'm like, oh, well, you know, well, you know maybe I'm, yeah, I'm a little oh, bad. Girl. <laughs> you, you can let me in now. <laughs> well, that's like they talk about like the judges at the gates and everything. Mm-hmm. Like back in the day where, you know, they had the wall and the mm-hmm. gates and everything. There would be people stationed there and their job was to judge people coming in mm-hmm. the city if they were right to come into the city it's like what is your business here mm-hmm. who are you what are the you know if you have goods let me see your goods and they would make the judgment call to allow them into the city mm-hmm. and that's how we have to be with our mind yeah you know we should be like well should i be looking at this or should i be mm-hmm. dwelling on this thought should i be you know you know holding on to this bitterness and rage and yeah. it's like no go you know, there's, I'm, I'm telling, you know, it's not like, oh, well, you're, you're mean yeah, because you're not letting me in. It's like, my job is to keep this whole place yeah. safe, you know, and it's our temple. We've got to be, you know, ready to say, no, you're not coming in here. But it's like when love comes to the yeah. gate, it's like, come on in, open the doors wide, let love in, mm-hmm. come on in confidence self-identity come on in you know it's making those choices like i get to see this huge gate and it's just like ornate and you know we're standing guard and that's going to the temple of god like we are the temple of god and it's just like yes you get to come in no you don't get to come in i could just see it like it's just this big line of us getting to make that decision Mm -hmm. yeah my friend he has a whole series that he teaches um it's called mind traffic and he talked about it once when I was up there in Alabama. He's like, you have thoughts. They're like, in your mind, it's just like all these like scrolls going around everywhere. And if you don't address any of these things, they're just causing chaos in your mind. But you need to start grabbing these things and reading it and judging them. You need to judge your yeah. thoughts and start getting this place cleared up. And then once you get this all cleared up, you start taking, what do I think? That's wrong. <laughs> huh. No, that's right. Wrong. <laughs> and, all right. And he's like, you need to do that because if you don't control the traffic in your mind, yeah. um, he's going to beat me up for butchering this. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, then you're going to have just that chaos. Yeah. 
And like, it was only a little snippet of what he said, but like, I'm also really visual. So I was like visualizing everything he was yeah. saying. And I was like, yeah. man, cause like you do have to like any, what I've learned is any of those thoughts, they're just zooming around and we just let them zoom. Yeah. You know, and just let them do whatever they're gonna <laughs> mm-hmm. just keep growing bigger and bigger. We need to immediately go and you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. There was a, a poet once said, zoom, zoom, zoom. Made my heart go boom boom. Oh my god! My supernova girl. So if we let those thoughts go zoom zoom all in our heart, they're gonna go boom boom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting the time out now. (laughs) I I was thinking um, song stuck in my head. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) If you don't know what song I'm talking about, I'm talking about zoom 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 from Xenon in the 21st century. But you know it's. I lost my train of thought. Now I, I got myself derailed. Um, <laughs> you know, it's taking those thoughts captive, mm-hmm. you know, and putting them under the the magnifying glass of God. Yeah. You know, and that's when everything's going to be revealed. And, oh, it's testing the spirits. Mm-hmm. You know, it talks about testing the spirits and seeing if they're, they need to be in our lives. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's something that, you know, renewing our minds. It's like, well, is this right? Nope, that's not right. It's, nope, that's good. That's a jewel that I want in my life. Well, yeah, and that comes back to the because conscience, you know, is just that press. You know, if you yeah. get a thought and it's like I don't know, even if it's not the Lord saying I don't know, I would just follow that. Or I would be like, if even if you get a little inkling, I don't know, then be like, eh, well, I'll just set that aside yeah. for now. The Lord will yeah. figure that out. Being like that cautious, like <laughs> you might even not like some a few good thoughts in because you're like, look. I got a little bit of some, some. I'm still learning. I'm cutting. Yeah. I don't, I don't know none of you guys. I'm letting the clearness of this verse and this verse and this verse. And then you just got to boom, a good old lane going. You got a one way highway going right now. And, and then as you grow in knowledge, it becomes another lane and another lane. And then the traffic flow is mm-hmm. getting bigger. Yeah. But if you were to try to let you had, no, I'm really over abusing this example, but you had one lane and you're like, I can allow some off-roading <laughs> over here. No, there's no clear lane here. So if you only have enough knowledge to allow one lane to go, mm-hmm. then boy, you let that one lane go. You know, don't think you, there's no room for off-roading. The Lord likes stable roads yeah. <laughs> in our mind. So that's the word from the Lord right there. It's from me. <laughs> That's for me right there because we don't need to allow these side things. Just like it can't hurt. They look like they can go off right No, <laughs> I got a one lane in pro. I'm a nine. I'm nine mile road and I have shut down all the roads and you've got to go this way. Cause I don't know how these are under repair there. I'm done with the analogy. <laughs> we start out as a Taco Bell drive through and then we move up to a McDonald's drive through where we, you know, we've got those little lanes. like, you can just park over here and wait. And then when we get really close to gone, we're Chick-fil-A, we're Chick-fil-A <laughs> drive through <laughs> We're able to, you know, pull multiple. Am I getting a timeout? I think it's a good analogy. I was going with you, man. I'm not. <laughs> but, you know, it's like we have to build up just like you were talking about. We have to build that up and it's taking, you know, the knowledge of God to better our drive through, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, mm, no, I, mm, mm, mm. 
you, you can go over there. You can go on, you know, our ice cream, ice cream machine is broken. <laughs> 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 all right we're done with the analogies no we're gonna hammer that we thing, butchered but... them <laughs> um chad you got anything else my friend you got another analogy another side of this to go no but i do have something <laughs> um you were talking earlier about how <clears throat> that old version of you where you were super depressed mm-hmm. and how you can barely even relate to it anymore mm-hmm. i'm a really big science nerd um i'm not (laughs) (laughs) they say that you know your cells die and replicate Mm -hmm. and it's interesting that it's seven that's one of god's numbers they say that every seven years you've completely recycled every cell in your body Mm -hmm. so like the part of you that experienced that doesn't even exist anymore and i find that really interesting that's cool um but tied up all the way and everything we're saying um, you know, I'm just going to throw this out there. I've been going to this, um, pornography accountability group and it's been extremely effective. And we watched this video the other day where it showed the brain that was addicted to cocaine and pornography. And they were very similar, but the brain actually like deteriorates when you have an addiction. Mm. And then like, but it can be restored when the addiction is broken. Yeah. And it's just really interesting to see that your brain is literally renewed. Like it's not just Mm. like some philosophical concept. Mm -hmm. Like your mind is literally rebuilt when you start thinking the right things. Mm. And one of the things I shared in the video is like you can eat. There's even a portion of the brain that lights up when you have like altruistic behavior. So like if you start thinking about selfless giving and stuff, that part of your brain will actually grow and become a more active part of your life. Mm-hmm. It's just really interesting what renewing your mind can really be. Yeah. You think you can renew your mind through imagination? Yeah. Too? Like where you take time to imagine like growing in that? Maybe. Well, there athletes and like psychologists kind of believe in something called um something i can't remember right now <laughs> like you you imagine whatever situation you're supposed to be mm-hmm. in and like you play it through your mind and yep. there is somewhat um it builds um it's like your mind has highways synapses yep. and the more you exercise that part of it it widens those so the neurons move faster across them so what you're saying is my analogy was superior because you mentioned lanes <clears throat> uh chick-fil-a drive <laughs> but I, I agree with you because i did it with my no, students really my um okay. you know we i, I you know yeah blinders we bring down strongholds (laughs) but we you know that's something we would do visual run-throughs like in their mind i'd make them close their eyes and they would visualize going through the show and it would be you know in cases where we couldn't march or whatever or we only had a certain amount of time it was you know them checking off every box and it helped like it actually helps you know and it's how we view ourselves. We're viewing ourselves as, you know, children of God. You know, we're viewing ourselves as loved. And, you know, when I started 
you know, restarted my journey with God, it was, I was thankful, you know, and it took me listing off every day what I was thankful for, <laughs> you know, and really dwelling on that. And that produced joy in my life, you know, it was replacing because I was exercising that part of my life. So I, I 100% agree with you. I remember it's the term is actually really simple. And I think of it, it's called visualization. You just visualize whatever task mm-hmm. you're trying to do. And then, like you were saying, and it actually it does strengthen the neural pathways mm-hmm. as if you were doing it. Yep. Obviously, not as good as if you were doing yeah, it, yeah. but it's, it's still causing them to fire. Mm-hmm. Um, also, psychologists and athletes swear by self-talk, yep. where you like you tell yourself who you are and you tell yourself what you're going to accomplish. And they've proven that people that do that are more successful yep. in the things they're trying to accomplish. It's really interesting how much. I feel like the further and further we go in science, the more it's going to sound like the Bible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Mythbusters did the whole play, you know, good sounds or whatever to a plant. And there's like hateful sounds mm-hmm. and like the growth yeah. is apparent. Yeah. Science didn't start to combat Christianity. <laughs> yeah. Some of it was started to prove it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, here's spiritual laws. Let me do math and all these other fancy things to try to prove this. So math. 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 All right. right. We're we're done. I can. The director has spoken. I was gonna say the same. (laughs) Hopefully I won't stutter over as much this time. You got it, my friend. Well, some of it's kind of messy. I should have cleaned it up. Um, anyways, son, be transformed by the renewing of the mind. Your enemy is a liar and has been from the beginning. You do not have to strive to produce the life I have called you to, a life of satisfaction, purpose, and fruitfulness. Eden is a garden, and the promise of the promised land is that the land flows of milk and honey. Um, the richness see there's stuff that i messed up when i was writing this sorry representing the richest and most savory aspects of life your mind is represented by soil and entering the promised land is a return to eden i commanded adam and eve to multiply and my word will not return to me void my word is a seed that enters into my people and bears much fruit adam was formed from earth was he not man is a naturally fertile soil created to bring forth much fruit with the cultivation of my seed within him. Then why do so many toil in life? Their mindsets are wrong. They have wrong belief systems. They try to obtain the righteousness of God by works rather than by faith. I allow man to struggle by my mercy that they might come to the end of themselves and learn that in their weakness I make them strong. The Israelites had to fight to take their land, and you'll battle as well. But your battle is not won by the might of flesh, but by the might of God. If if there were giants inhabiting the promised land of Israel, I assure you there are giants, full-grown seeds of fear, in your path as well. But just as I told Joshua, stand courageous because the Lord, because the land belongs to you. the we're fertile soil i don't know why it never like stuck out to me 
But that's why God made us out of dirt. Yeah. It's like we can grow whatever he plants in us. Exactly. That'll yeah. preach. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad you can't plant tomatoes in a sip of dirt. Yeah, I went there. Can't plant tomatoes <laughs> in you because you don't like ketchup. <laughs> Spicy ketchup from Whataburger. It's only ketchup I like. That's good. But yeah, that's what <laughs> that's something that I've you know, what you said is like one of the key points to everything I'm saying is our soul. Our soul is the soil. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's called soul. I know. I, know. I, I, I did it on accident there. A J draw made me, <laughs> made me splice the words. You're welcome. <laughs> soul. <laughs> but like, I don't feel like either the seed or the soil are just like, mm, yeah, they're not, you know? yeah, they're not stressing out about it. They're just no. doing it. This is happening naturally. Yeah. That's good, man. That's good. And this will be our next little video. I mean, technically, does a seed even have sentient thought to even come to a place where it knows it needs to project something out of itself? Or does it have a natural... It's naturally made. Seed does what God told it to do. And we are incorruptible seed. Or of incorruptible seed. Mm-hmm. So, Shad does what God t- tells him to do. Amy does what God tells her to do. Zach does what God tells him to do. Judah, Judah does. <laughs> God tells him to do. Yep. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. My bubble pipe. <laughs> <laughs> but really, if if you really, if we all really just believe the simplicity of that. I just do what God told me to do. Mm-hmm. And not just like everything in our basic day-to-day lives, but like the entirety of our being, we're just trying to come in a line with what God says we are. We don't yeah. have to fight to do it. We just yeah. be good soil and listen to him, and it's just going to spring up. Well, you haven't at the very beginning us toiling, you know, us trying to do it, and it's it comes from that place of rest. Like, I don't know, like the second time it was just like, I don't know. My eyes were open or whatever. I was just over here just listening and uh, we could go probably another two hours, Yeah, but uh, that's good, man. That's good. One last thing I'll say. Okay. All right. So the, our first, the devil was trying to father us, right? Mm-hmm. He tried to erect himself to God. Yeah. He said, I will be God. He tried to raise himself up and he was cast down. His very nature is self exaltation through self effort. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So we're trying to not be that way, but that's how we were, we were raised. Yeah. So our old self's used to that. But our new self's like God. God never exalted himself. He just said, I am. He's yeah. like, hey, when you go tell him, just let him know I am. Yeah. He's like, what does that mean? He's like, I, I am. am. What <laughs> you talking about? <laughs> I is. <laughs> and I was. And you are the Judah seed. Yep. And that's just what's going to come up. Mm-hmm. It just and is. And that's like, I know this sounds really stupid and simple, but it is stupid simple. 
Yeah. <laughs> because God's done it. We accept it. And if we just rested in that every day of how we've been restored to him, how mm-hmm. we're in relationship with him, how we're naturally aren't. If Jesus himself had to almost, I see his face like with a little confusion saying, isn't it written? Aren't you gods? Yeah. And he's almost looking like, why is what I'm saying alien to you? Didn't they say, aren't you gods? Yeah. What? <laughs> so I think that's God <laughs> speaking to us saying, aren't you gods? Why is what I'm saying so foreign? Mm-hmm. You're like me. Yeah. You know? And so keep it simple. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> well, one of the books that that really showcases that is Philippians. Like talking about how man has tried to like make the gospel into this complex, you know, man we've got to toil, you know, we've got to make ourselves lowly. We've we got to do carry. Yeah. We have to whatever else they can yeah. think of. And it, it's got a groan, brother. Yeah, <laughs> got all Philipp- Philippians is is the book where that it it tears all of that kind of stuff down. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about like the devil being like about self promotion. Philippians two and three. I'm not going to read it, but it talks about not having self promotion hidden in our hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's being humble. Yeah, you know, putting God at the forefront, not ourselves. It's not us and God. It's God yeah. and then us. You know, it's not God, and then we're nothing. God has made us into, like you're saying, we are like gods. Mm-hmm. We are gods. We are God's children. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to, you know, self-promote because we've got the best advocate in the world, in the universe. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's simple. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> 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 all right Jen take us out of this um, Father I just, <laughs> God I just thank you that you did not ever intend to make this hard for us it's very simple stupid I mean <laughs> It's very simple. Um, you've given the DNA, you put the DNA blueprints inside every seed. Just like Judas said, the seed, it just does what it's supposed to do. We're just going to do what we're supposed to do. There's no complication to that. And God, we just thank you for the simplicity of your word. And you will carry out what you want to carry out through us. Because your word the seed that you plant inside us will not return to you void. It will return fruitful a hundred times over, infinite times over, because who knows how many seeds one seed can lead to. And uh, we just thank you, Jesus. Amen. And thank you all for watching. Thank you, Shad, for bringing an awesome topic. Thank you, Judah. Thank you, myself. <laughs> uh that was a good conversation. That was a good conversation. Thank you to our awesome director for the timeouts. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
we hope that you enjoyed the show tonight. Uh, if you want to check out the audio version of the show, we have that available. Uh, I did find Unity Part 2's audio oh yeah so (laughs) we'll be putting that cleaned version up where it's not just (laughs) you know this awful audio from the camera and everything uh and i fixed the titles (laughs) we finally put out unity part three and not abandoned (laughs) um so getting all of that figured out but uh we do have the audio version if you want to support the show help us keep making awesome content because I know I say it every week. There's a lot of things that we're fixing to start doing. Mm -hmm. Like God is building up skills. He's putting, he's put seed in our lives to do more than just one show. Mm -hmm. It's, it's all different things. Um, If you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash be a light It's going to be awesome. You're going to be like, you'll be part of the fam jam. All that good stuff. So, and uh, episodes come out Monday at five o'clock, as long as the export goes fast enough. <laughs> and then it might be like five oh eight, but uh, yeah, huh? It will come out at five. The boss has talked. <laughs> um, but thank you for all the support. Share it with somebody. Like it helps so much when people share the episodes yeah if you watch the video just hit the share button let's hit it hard yeah and like the page so you don't miss anything we also have a youtube if you prefer watching over there we have a youtube be a light show you can check all of it out yeah and the audio is be a light show right? yep i think so yep, yeah something like be that. a light show on like any almost any stream anything service, yeah pretty much yeah because mm-hmm. um, i know we all take a lot of podcasts so yeah Love me some podcasts. All right. Well, this has been Zach. Chad. Zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> and go and Judah. My Big supernova go. Have a blessed week. Have a blessed week. Goodbye. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. Make my heart go boom, boom. My supernova girl. girl. <laughs>